go over all the picks and everything like that. So, might as well start off with the biggest news of, I would say, surrounding the draft. Kyler Murray, uh, will he or won't he go number one overall to the Arizona Cardinals? So, I want to get your guys' opinion. If you're the Cardinals, what do you do? Um, I would have never even thought once about doing what I think they're going to do and taking Murray. I don't think that's a good decision at all. I mean, there's round one busts all the time, but... Um, Talk about eggs in one basket. Yeah. Well, but you look at Kyle Murray. horrible. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be placed in a terrible system. <laughs> yeah. We got Cliff Kingsbury, whatever his name yep, is. I think that's it. Like I said, his claim to fame... Is coaching Pat Mahomes, recruiting Baker Mayfield, and you know, you know, I didn't, I don't remember seeing Texas Tech in a BCS bowl lately. So, see, I think, I think Kyler fits that system. Yeah. I really do. I think the Cardinals are trying to find another Sean McVay. <laughs> do you think the team's good him. enough around him for him to be any type of successful? Maybe well, up let's, to their standards. Let's look at their offense. So you have a really good running back, Dave Johnson. Yeah, where was he last year? Didn't help so out. Offensive Rosen. line was awful. Yeah, the offensive line. The offensive line is awful. It's, how it's how like a Josh they kind of situation. You yeah. have Larry Fitzgerald, who's still producing at least he's for this reliable. year. Yeah, I mean, and he's a good veteran to have in locker room. And, no one and can argue that as a slot receiver, like that's a really steady pair of hands yeah. that you can find. Absolutely. Christian Kirk emerged last year. He was really good for them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I just think that Kyler Murray kind of fits into what they want to do. I don't think it's wise to take two quarterbacks that high two years in a row. Like, no, if no. if you if they stay at one, don't take a quarterback. Like you're getting a blue chip. They probably take a pass rusher. Like it's probably, probably Nick Bosa. Yeah. Or uh, I saw other mock drafts with uh, Quinn and Williams going yeah, I mean, first overall. Quinn, like you can't really go wrong with either of those guys. Like yeah. they're both really really good. You have a quarterback that last year you you loved. You obviously fell in love with him because you took him. What thirteenth overall? Is that Tenth, what it was? I believe. Tenth? Yeah, because he well, said there was nine mistakes ahead of him. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that kid. Like, I mean, yeah, he's cocky. Yeah, he's like, little, but still, like, he's a quarterback. So. You you fell in love with him enough to where you took him that high last year. Why why are you going to change your plans all of a sudden just Can, to do this? Also, it's like we got to talk about how bad of a management situation right. that is. They've oh, devalued awful. they've devalued Josh Rosen to a second round pick that if someone's going to trade for him potentially. They're not going to get a first rounder. Not it's, even a late first rounder. Second round pick, and it could be a late second round. rounder. I, I actually don't do understand <laughs> what what their plan was. Like, you have this kid, you take him last year, so now you got to build around him. What did you see that was so bad in one year that you're like, okay, yeah, we're going to cut bait? Yeah. Or do they just love Kyler that much, which is entirely possible? That's possible. Their plan I think that was has to, to be it. They're, they looked like they were going to try to groom him with Sam Bradford, but guess what? Sam Bradford <laughs> yeah, can't last true. 16 games, he's unfortunately. Awful. He's awful. <laughs> it's I not even, say he's awful. He's injury prone. He didn't even he didn't even get hurt last year. They just took him off because he was yeah, bad. That's true. Like, yeah, that's true. He's just, not good. But, know, but Sam Bradford team, got his money. Though. The team around him is bad. They don't have an offensive line. Like, So what, I don't know, what justifies in your mind doing something like this? Like, if they what? really love him that much. Yeah. Okay. I think and, that's the only way. And they're gonna get a big enough return for Rosen, which they're not. They're not. They're, not. they're, not. They won't. they're clearly so that's kind of off the table. But anyway. the thing, the thing with Rosen, like if you're gonna trade him, in theory, there should be teams out there that, that would want. Him. Like you look at Miami, they don't have a franchise quarterback. You trade if they think that they're gonna be bad this year, 
they trade like a third round pick and then next, they still tank this year and the next year they're a high draft pick and then you're, you mm-hmm. start your build. Uh, Jacksonville. I could see potential. I could see Jacksonville doing it. I could see New England doing it. Yeah, I wouldn't I, that. I, don't. I think that um, Rosen turned off a lot of people with his attitude once he got drafted, and I think that that he kind of pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie. Going into last he's draft, he's cocky. He is who I wanted the Bills to take when we traded seven, and they said Josh. I was like, oh my god, they're yeah. taking Rosen. Josh, and I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. I, was, I was not happy, yeah. but you know. I've, I've learned to love Josh Allen. He was my he was <laughs> my favorite quarterback. Josh Allen, yeah. You have to. Josh Rosen was my favorite quarterback coming out. Because I watched year. a bunch of, I watched him on the Rich Eisen show. I watched a bunch of other interviews he did, and he was a very, he carried himself well. There's questions like, oh, you come from a wealthy background. You don't need to play professional football. Allen like, or Rosen? Rosen. Yeah. And, you know, he, I like the way he handled himself in interviews up until the point where he got drafted 10th overall. And he said in the interview, there were nine mistakes ahead of me. He was not the... Those four quarterbacks that got taken, realistically, if we're grading the draft on talent and not what the NFL needs, which is quarterbacks all the time, they're not the most talented no, people. No, not draft. even close. Not even close. No. I think, like, <laughs> he, he kind of has a demeanor similar to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He really does. Like, I, just, I was hearing something about how Aaron Rodgers was part of the reason why they're not as successful as they should have been over his tenure at they've also not put, they're also terrible in free agency every single year I don't yeah. want to even talk about that because the, the Packers don't know what the I actually saw this thing it's like Josh Rosen got Mike McCarthy fired because the Cardinals <laughs> beat him in Lambeau Field <laughs> I, I don't know I like Rosen I, I do but I, mm-hmm. I, I honestly would not be surprised if the Cardinals did. That. I don't want to see any of these rookie quarterbacks fail, even right. though no. it would be uh, super Sam Darnold, to divisional rival with the Jets. You don't want to see these guys fail. How you know, fun would that be to have Darnold Allen rivalries going for the whole, next 10 it's, it's almost years. like oh, the and next, I have one on my team that's too. That's what you want. Worry about. Oh, you, you, that running back you drafted? Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. You I'm should wrong. say the same thing about <laughs> Allen, though. No, you could. No, Allen's a better passer. He ran the ball. Allen's running is a bonus. Yeah, that's true. It's like, oh, all my receivers fail to get open, so <laughs> yeah, I just sure. have to run for my life. <laughs> I, I'm not a Bills fan, but I did watch all the Bills games last year, and the one thing that did impress me was how much Josh Allen improved as a passer. When yeah. he came back from the injury, he, he was making better man. reads. Yeah. He was rushing. Don't get me wrong, he still forces one too many throws. Of course. But you're going to get that. That's going to be hidden. Throughout his career, yeah. I think. Well, I mean, it's gunslinger. It's so the Baker gunslinger Mayfield's like that. Yeah, he's, he's a more efficient gunslinger. I'll give him that. He had a phenomenal season. The yeah. fact that Allen showed so much um, growth throughout the season, especially after his injury, is really reassuring as a Bills fan to see that your quarterback isn't doesn't think so much of himself that he's not willing to be coached and willing to improve. Especially some of his mechanics really need to be worked on, but um, that's stuff that will get polished off. Hopefully within the next. What's year, your guys' so. uh? I know we're trying to talk about Kyler Murray here, but I just no, we just can switch up. It just came to mind. Uh, what's your hot take with the? There's always a player every single year who's highly touted, and someone digs up some shit on them right oh. before the draft. What's it gonna be this year? Two oh, years ago man. is Laramie Tunzel with the whole gas mask, gas stuff. mask, and guess what? The Dolphins got a steal and their offensive line because of that. But also on the other side, Laramie Tunzel lost out on like ten to fifteen million dollars. Sucks. Yeah, and there's I also. Uh, I don't think that's I, easily. It's a hard pill. Yeah, it but is. I, I don't know. Let's. Um, I want to talk about the Redskins because a big report came out today. I think it was Diana Rossini out of from ESPN that reported 
the Redskins are looking to get into the top five because they covet a quarterback. And I don't know who that quarterback is, but I would assume it's probably Dwayne Haskins. I think so. I don't think Drew Locke is one that you need to trade up in the top five. Or for. Daniel Jones. <laughs> I, I <laughs> laugh, but I've heard that he's there. There could be four quarterbacks taken in the first round this year. He's got Eli's coach. He's going to the Giants. I, I hear that so much in ESPN. It's such a joke. You know what yeah. else is hilarious that I heard from? Of course, this is not a credible source because his name's Stephen A. Smith. They called Ugh. Dwayne Haskins a mobile quarterback. The guy ran a, oh, yeah, a five hundred four forty. It's like just because he's black doesn't make him a mobile yeah. quarterback. Dude, I never want to hear all. that again. Yeah. He, when he was at Ohio State, he didn't. Well, first takes completion percentage. First takes a different beast because first yeah. take they, they just they, 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 he doesn't. They don't know what they're talking about. They just kind of guess and hope that. No oh, they know what they're talking research. about. They just know what's gonna. Why would he say that? That's outrageous. Yeah. It's just so someone like me can bring that up. Yeah. So I think four quarterbacks could be taken in the first round. Murray, Haskins, Locke, Daniel Jones. I say three max, and I would say most likely two. But it's just teams mm, it's just reach, quarterbacks. I, reach say, I, think every year. I think it's easily three. Yeah. We know Murray's going top ten. Murray's going. Haskins, Haskins can is probably going go top ten. I think Locke kind of walked himself into that conversation. And Locke could fall. We got to look at uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, yeah. They have Joe Flacco, and I'm sorry, Zach, but he's on the wrong side of his career right now. He's he won he's me a the check down king. You know what he did? He won a Super Bowl MVP. I can't dog him for that, but he is the check down king. Just kidding. That's Tom Brady. So the Redskins. Who do they? Where do they move up? If they move up into the top five, Tampa, Oakland. I can't see the, any of the top three. Oakland's I could see Tampa. I could see Tampa trading back. Yeah, because That's the only one that I could they see. have so many needs that I could see them just taking extra picks, trade back. They a just few lost spots. their pass rusher too. What's his name? Their linebacker, um, um, uh, Quan Alexander. They could. <laughs> they could probably Quan move Zach. back. Um, I mean, oh, Oakland. Gosh. Oakland's got some needs too, but. I don't think they're smart enough to move. They already back. have three first round picks. They don't need yeah, they're fine. Back anymore. All right, uh, let's go full on bills. That's what I so, like to hear. <laughs> let's. I want to start with. What do you guys think are their biggest needs going into the draft? And then we'll talk about potential fits. Biggest uh, needs. I think it's easier for me to highlight the few areas where they don't need help. Um, for a ninth overall pick, with the people who are there, I think they're good at safety. I think they're good at interior O line. As far as like, there's not a good enough interior O line. We have to, great to safeties. Their, yeah, our they safeties really are do. Um, I think corners um, are off the board at nine. I think running back. You're not going to take a running back at. We nine. just got TJ Yeldon. There's not one yeah. high enough. So that leaves you. That leaves you with linebackers, edge rushers, um, all D linemen. Um, I think the D line is probably the best place to move from because yeah. if you look at our linebacker core, it's uh Low Alexander, it's Matt Milano, and it's Tremaine Edmonds, yeah. and that's not bad at all. Low's got what a year or two left, yeah. maybe this year. It's which... a third, fourth round pick that you can slide into mm-hmm. one of those spots. Yeah, so and maybe they go with safety yeah. late too because Poyer and uh they're Hyder, they're yeah. getting up there. Yeah, so um. And then offensive tackle, I think, is a big need, too. And there's definitely a plethora. Oh, yeah. Not a first-round need, I'll tell you that. I'm seeing way too many See, people saying, oh, we got to get Hawkinson. Well, let's wait until we get to the my guys yes. all right, uh, all right. section. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to duke that out for sure. So, let's go position by position Let's in terms of need. Let's start with tackle. I, I think that 
the the most likely pick that I've seen from them is Jonah Williams yeah, or from uh, Alabama. Andre Dillard too. I believe yeah, I saw too. It's, either, it's either a pretty good tackle class. And, yeah. and uh, who's is Andre Dillard's not the Florida guy. There's another. There's a Florida guy that I've seen in mock drafts. Jawan Taylor. Jawan Taylor. Thank you. Oh yeah. I so I, I don't know. I think if Jonah Williams is there at nine, I would. Assume that they, they would, take him. It'd be it'd be tough for them to say no to that. You guys gotta see this. So I, I literally just Google mock draft twenty nineteen. There's a linebacker out of Kentucky named Josh Allen, yep. and they have the picture of our quarterback Josh Allen. For him. <laughs> what a fuck up! <laughs> Maybe it's a troll. I hope so. He's good though. It says according to NBC Sports. So good job NBC. Go. So tackle Jonah Williams, John Taylor. Yeah, I'm Dillard. Fine, fine with any of them. Mm-hmm. Really? I, th- I mean, I think they all fit too. What the Bills want to do, like, I mean, Jonah Williams is obviously what if, uh, the best player. Montez Sweat or someone like Devin Witt drops to us. That's, I think we kind of have yeah. to take him at that point. And I mean, it's so there's some stuff with Sweat. It's a stacked defensive line yeah. class. Mm-hmm. Like, there could be a real scenario there where a couple teams trade up in the top ten to take a quarterback, and you're sitting there and you're staring Josh Allen, Quinton Williams. Nick Bosa, Ed Oliver, some kind of combination of the four of those guys, and you're sitting there like, okay, what, what do we do? Quentin Williams <laughs> is a top three pick. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but like, if someone, one of them slides, like, it's hard for them to pass that up because they don't really, the Bills, I feel like, don't really have that one, like, premier pass rusher that can go get right. the quarterback. They I mean, don't have it. The closest thing they have is Jerry Hughes, and mm-hmm. he's not that. He's super solid. I mean, he, he makes a, he makes noise on. I'm going to throw out a random stat, but 90% of the plays, he's going to make some type of impact that changes the play in some way. Well, he's, he's coming from the edge, too. Like, right. they don't have an interior they push. You look Especially at, with Williams. You look at a Gabriel team Tiger. like uh, another team that could potentially trade up for one of these defensive players is Seattle Seahawks. They just lost Frank Clark mm-hmm. to uh, Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Just signed a big big money deal they got to replace. Return on that. They I did. almost think that the Bills are going to go past record just because of the talent in the top ten, but yeah. like we're highlighting positions that they need, so like none of these picks should really surprise but, you. Mean, Brandon Bean, the way he has approached this draft is to pick the best talent and the best guy there, so I think, like you were saying, with the, the defensive linemen and the defensive rushers, the, the edge rushers in this draft, I think it's going to be hard to not take one of those guys because somebody's going to be there mm-hmm. you know not uh, not all of them can go um before they're, they're sitting at nine so they know some combination of some yeah. nine players at the top of their board is going to be there yeah. one of them is going to be there so you stare that in the face and you're like okay they have plan abc they have they have so many backup plans that it's, yeah. it's absurd but edge rusher that i said in the first episode the bills really set themselves up in a position where they signed for need in the offseason so yeah. now they can draft for the best player yeah. available. They don't have they don't have they did to draft. a good job at that. They don't have to draft for which is I mean for any NHL or any NFL franchise like that's where you want to be. Yeah, you want to sure. draft for the best player available and you want to sign for your needs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I have a hard time picking like where they're going to go because they there's so, there's so many different options at a nine pick. Like you're getting a blue chip prospect no matter what. You just gotta make the right pick. And there's yeah. kind of a a bit of an elephant in the room when it comes to Bills fans and all the talk leading up to the draft of DK Metcalf. No, thank you. No, thank you. I, I, see, I um, don't think they need a receiver. I really don't. Moved on from that. I haven't pick completely moved round. on for it. I I was as soon as I heard that. Oh, Bills should at draft nine? Metcalf at not at nine. That okay. was my first reaction. If they're ever gonna do something like that. 
and I trade think back. Four. I think he's going to Oakland. Oakland was said. I saw a report that said Oakland. I hope, was, I hope they do. That would be the more. most Oakland thing no, ever. We're moving to saw, Vegas. We need a big um, wide receiver. I saw a bunch of reports that Oakland was planning on making some kind of big surprise with that four pick. So he's like with the reach. ultimate boomer bust pick in this draft. He's he, one of them. I, I don't should think say. there's a situation where he is so good that it outweighs picking one of these defensive. It's rushers. another one of those situations where NFL teams are overvaluing the combine. Mm-hmm. You have to oh, judge yeah. on field. Like, sure, you should take into account that combine because you need to evaluate yeah. with all the information that you have. But a good football, don't overvalue it. Yeah, a good yeah, football player is a good football player. You yeah, know? doesn't matter if he runs a, f- a forty faster than some mm-hmm. other player. If but it's Aaron also Donald's not going to be a good player in his combine stretch. He's still a good football player. You know. Yeah, it's also about. I mean. I'm going to play devil's advocate for DK Metcalf coming mm-hmm. to the Bills in some scenario or another. He is an amazing athletic beast. He oh, yeah. really is. Like, Without a doubt. You look at the uh, system where he was in Ole Miss, and people are like, oh, he didn't do shit there. It's like, yeah, if you look at if you look at the film where they show all the routes they had him running, it had nothing to his strengths mm-hmm. except for a go route. Yeah. You look at um, the biggest comparison he gets is Megatron. He gets the Calvin yeah. Johnson comparison. And Megatron was really good at running slants. And running under routes and well, then and going he deep, would make those contested catches exactly. Like, so, a player like DK Metcalf could potentially do that. But on the yeah. flip side, of that you look at his film at Ole Miss. Sometimes when he got the ball, he saw drops. Mm-hmm. That was another trait of his. Are there any other receivers that you guys really like in this class? AJ Brown, Ole Miss. Yeah, I was gonna say I like yeah. AJ Brown. I like Marquise. Marquise Brown. I like Marquise Brown. That's my yeah. guy. And then. We're kind of we didn't even mention Nikhil Harry, who I think is a really good wide receiver. David Stills in this draft. He's going to the Pats somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I people say it's a really bad receiver draft. I I don't I don't think it's terrible. It's not great, sure, but like it's not as bad as people say it is. So Um, another position for the Bills that we didn't really talk about is tight end, and there are two. Really, 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 really good tight end prospects, both coming out of Iowa. Yep. Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson, both are going to take your <clears throat> tight end room and elevate it mm-hmm. times a thousand because they're that good players. Um, I, I might have this mixed up, but I believe Fant is a better receiver and Hawkinson yep. is a better blocker. Yep. I don't remember watching a lot of the Iowa games, and I haven't watched any films. So I think we should treat that pick. Let's say we want to get Hawkinson or Font, and same thing as DK Metcalf. We cannot take them at nine because they are not better than these defensive players on the board. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to go top fifteen. I take. I think they're not I take them players. at nine. I wouldn't personally, but I would take Hawkinson at, at nine. I don't know about Fant. I think Hawkinson is a better overall. I want Hawkinson at nine. I would be more happy to see a defensive player because if you look at our free agency, we signed 15 offensive players and only four defensive players. Yeah, I would more be more happy to see someone like Montez Sweat drops to us or someone like, no way, Quinn but Williams gets to us. But I think they knew that their defense was in a good place. I think that's yeah. why they signed some yeah, the no, offensive we, players. I think their defense is fine. And I think <clears throat> we, the Bills, I can't, if you guys want to correct me, feel free, but I can't remember a time where they had a tight end that made a difference in games, ever. Nick O'Leary. No, I'm just no. kidding. Um, <laughs> Hawkinson makes a lot of sense. The way, it really does. The way the game is I mean, changing. Charles Clay, when we had Tyrod, he was a 
great receiving yeah, but tight end. Clay was never that. He was okay. Yeah. He was he was a serviceable tight end. But you you want Travis Kelsey and you want Zach Ertz and you want kind of George Kittle. Is it, you want Kittle? Yeah, Kittle that's, was fourth. That's what the NFL is now. So Where did they get Gronk second round. But the thing is, the the tight end is becoming a position that matters so much more than it used to. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it elevates where they should be going in these drafts. You know, um, at some point, a quarterback wasn't as popular or as valuable as it is today to an NFL team. And, and the reason why quarterbacks go all over the place in the top ten is because the game has shifted to be more focused on passing, and, and you, need that, you need that franchise quarterback. And I think... We're in the midst of trans, you know, transferring into a, a league where you need or you really, really want that tight end that's going to go down the field and make a difference um, in the pass game. And Hawkinson's going to make a difference in the run game too. So I, and pass blocking. I think for Josh Allen too, like keeping his <clears throat> eyes in the middle of the field where he's not forcing these crazy outside mm-hmm. throw. Like, how, if you get a, a tight end that can do that, like. You yeah. want a guy that can go over the middle, and I think Hawkinson can do that. I think Fan can do it too, but I think Hawkinson is better. Why player. can't we find somebody later in the draft, though? Like because I'm Hawkinson's up, not later in the draft. That's I know. Why I'm you just, can't find I'm him just saying. I'm just saying. Like you're saying, I'm that sure there are. But the value of the tight end has not changed that much. I think it. I, I, I don't think. think it, I don't I, think it warrants. If a someone top tells you, pick. I, someone tells you, Rob Gronkowski's in the top fifteen, you take him in the top fifteen. I think those I think guys he makes that much of a difference on your team that you need him in the top fifteen. It is a, it is a kind of boomer bust pick though. Cause... It is, but what pick isn't? Absolutely. No, um, I I don't know. I think like I like this Kelsey Kelsey third round Rob Gronkowski forty second overall second round no, George Kittle fifth round. Like I think the the thing with this draft is like it's Hawkinson Fant and then there's a huge drop yeah. off after that like. I think the way like a set thing, but there probably isn't another tight end in the top fifty. I'll just say I'm not sold at taking a tight end at ninth overall. I think that is in a huge. I mean, are you are you sold on a a playmaker that's going to make a difference in your offense and could possibly win you a game or two? Are you sold on picking a a playmaker that's going to win you games at nine? I believe because that's what you're dealing. I believe that. The best way to win games in the NFL is build from the trenches, build from the offensive line and defensive line. If you have a good O line, if you have a good D line, you're gonna win games. Yeah. I agree. What if Hawkinson is that one piece that yeah. your offense is okay now, but he takes over the top? Yeah, he may like. He I'm, may. I'm gonna he keep saying that. Rob Gronkowski because he's the best tight end I've ever seen play in my life. Um, it's obviously a reach to assume anybody's gonna be Rob Gronkowski, and it's it's just hard to believe that anybody will be anywhere near that level, but. That's what you're. That's the goal, you know. That's what you want. You want a tight end that's gonna to be that difference, going down the middle to Rob Gronkowski three times in a row against the Steelers and in that game. Like it is nice. To you have, know he's gonna catch the ball. Isn't that kind of the same argument as DK Metcalf though? It's like you want someone who's unguardable. Yeah, but Rob who, Gronkowski is hard to put someone in. You're not gonna put yeah. a linebacker on him. You have to kind of put a safety or a cornerback mm-hmm. on him. And sometimes you just can't. Like you look at um. You look at the Super Bowl when he made that the longest catch of the game. Mm-hmm. No one was gonna contest that. Brady yeah. threw it up, and you knew Gronk was gonna catch that, which is you know kind of feeds to your point. You know you want someone like that in a big game. You want a big guy mm-hmm. to make the big catch. But so this is kind of, in my view, this kind of the same argument as like a superstar running back, and I don't necessarily value a running back 
high at all. Just because their shelf life is... See, but I value tight end more because tight ends, like, they block, too. Like, you can use a tight end in the run game. Right, so you... When you get into the red zone, that's a valuable player to have where Mm -hmm. you can block, too. So, I don't know. That makes a, a, a really, really good... Blocking and receiving tight end makes a defense's life absolute hell, especially in the red zone. Keeps them honest. Right. Mm -hmm. And like you said, building from the trenches, TJ Hawkinson can be a a part of the trench, a third part of the piece. I agree. If we talk you into it. Yeah. A I'm, bit. I'm, I mean, yeah, a little bit, but I'm still not sold to, on it. I mean, I'm willing it. to, I'm willing to have a discussion about it, though. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying, oh, they're both busts; they're not going to be anything. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that picking a, a tackle like Jonah Williams or Taylor, or picking Sweat is going to be a bad move at all. I just think that this is the time that you take a shot on the on a marquee player like. And maybe that's what Bean is trying to set up for. Maybe that's he really might be gone by then too. It wouldn't surprise me. At nine. Yeah. He he could I've be. seen Jacksonville in a couple mocks taking him. Yeah. At what, I seven? They got Mercedes Lewis, though. <laughs> yeah. He's the answer. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like, I think these NFL teams are starting to look for, and not to the extent of a quarterback, but they're looking for that tight end that you're going to have to watch out for and have to game plan around almost and like. Baltimore did it last year. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't and, like it, but no. they did it. Do you guys um, want to talk about how running backs don't mean anything to NFL teams? Not I really. Think I want to talk about. I kind of want to talk <laughs> about TJ Yeldon. Not really, because like my uh, one of my guys is running back. So. Oh, <laughs> I think Oof. that. Yeah, Oof. I mean, Woof. we can talk about Yeldon. Though. Let's let's talk about Yeldon for a little bit, and then we'll finish off with my guys. TJ Yeldon. So the Bills signed TJ Yeldon mm-hmm. two or three days ago. He's been like a career backup to these great running backs at all the way back to college at mm-hmm. Alabama. He's never really gotten a chance to shine so obviously Shady's our top back when healthy but he's had problems with health last year and the year before end of the season his, his ankle got hurt he mm-hmm. wasn't able to be 100% against Jackson on the playoffs do you think all three of these running backs Gore McCoy um, and Yeldon all end up on the starting roster I think McCoy's, ex- I think McCoy's expendable now that's what I, I really. I, I would love to see it, them this. Move this signing kind of sets up for that. Yeah, especially because it's a good running back class. So they very well could get a running back in the third round. Bryce Love. Bryce Love. I, like I Bryce love, love David Montgomery out of Iowa State. Um, what about this Josh Jacobs? Is that? There's a few guys. Bryce Love's values down because of that ACL tear, and that he could be a steal of the draft potentially. See that? I think that's a position. Um, Similar to how you're describing a tight end, I think that's what a running back is for me. Is that so many teams have running back by committee now um, that you can find somebody in the third that's going to step in and put up numbers similar to your starter or your Le'Veon Bell or whoever. Um, I think your your line is more important than your running back. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at uh last couple drafts, you got Philip Lindsay not drafted. Right. Almost a thousand yard rusher. Alvin Kamara, third round out of Tennessee. He is top five in the league. He's also yeah. a dual threat as a receiving back, which TJ Eldon does have that. Mm-hmm. He's he might be in there. We could keep Shady and TJ Eldon could be out there on the field at the same time, lining up in the slot. Wheel routes, inside <clears throat> routes, um he's a dangerous player. Yeah. And it's not to say that you should sit around and twiddle your fingers and wait until the third round to try and pick up somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But I think the key is to build a team at the positions that are going to really 
you know, make a solid team, your your offensive line, your defensive line, and just make sure those positions are sound, and then you can grab somebody and put them into a, a successful team and have them produce like one of those top players. For example, Saquon, Saquon Barkley is an absolutely incredible running back. He is, he is incredible. He is exactly what you want out of a running back, and how many wins did that result in? Like, how many... Like, it resulted in a uh, number six pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... It didn't I, change your franchise. It didn't change your franchise. He's going to put up incredible numbers. He's going to make a difference in in the games, but he's not going to win you more games, I don't think. He'll, he might give you a game. That's such a New York pick. It's like the, the New York pick of the, yeah. the nicest-looking running back in the draft. I, just, I didn't hate it. I really didn't. I didn't hate it either, honestly. Yeah, I like Saquon, but uh, I don't know. This conversation got off the rails, and I okay. take full let's, responsibility. Uh, that's fine. We're, we're getting low on time anyway, so right. let's move on. We all kind of picked one player that are, quote, my guy, quote, end quote. Um, yeah. So we're going to go around and tell you guys who and why. AJ's was kind of alluded to a little bit earlier, yeah, but you can... Do you uh, think you can take a guess? Um, TJ Hawkinson, for the numerous reasons that I had laid out, um, before I just think he's a home run. Um, I think that he makes a difference right away, and he's one of those guys that you you have to game plan around. You okay? Bills are on the schedule, and this is ideally thinking. Um, Bills are on the schedule. How are we going to address Hawkinson? And then from there, you have to address Cole Beasley, Josh Allen's legs. You know, T.J. Yeldon. Now, um, it's it's somebody who's going to make a difference in your team. And make a difference in how other teams approach your offense. So I think I think he wherever he goes, he's going to be successful. Um, I picked kind of a, a sleeper. I picked Will Greer out of West Virginia. Not that he's going to go anywhere towards the. I don't even think he might he might fall to the second or third day. I mean, he will fall to the second or third day. He's not going to yeah, be a first day player. Um, <clears throat> fits for him. I mean, you could see him. You could see him backing up Tom Brady or something like that and fitting with that yeah. system. The knocks on Will Greer, he doesn't have the strongest arm, and that's what really – we look at the draft every single year. There's always some quarterback that, if you don't really watch a lot of college football, you've never heard of. Josh Allen was exactly that. He played <laughs> at Wyoming. Yeah. He didn't really have any <clears throat> amazing stats or anything like that. He had a cannon, though, yeah. that elevated his draft status. I don't think having a, a huge arm really – is a make or break. I don't have a quarterback who can put the ball. Yeah, where I agree. It needs to and Will Greer I like had a great pick. completion percentage. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that sleeper pick. You guys ready for mine? Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Running back Josh <laughs> Jacobs from yeah, Alabama. So he didn't play a lot this year, which is why I think that he's so low. But I think if he would have like. He's one of those players where, for for me and a running back, like I want a guy who can catch the football. And mm-hmm. they Alabama like lined him up out of the slot a lot, and he went over the middle and like made these tough catches. But then he would go into the backfield and he would run like some kind of outside zone and truck a guy out of bounds mm-hmm. in the one highlight I saw. So, like, I value having that dual running back threat where he can catch the ball mm-hmm. and run a guy over in the trenches yeah, so like he's that's rare. my guy um yeah. i think he's kind of similar to camaro where in college he didn't get a lot of time but then he will come into the nfl and he's got like good balance good strength and he can catch the football so yeah. that's that's my guy and if he's there when the ravens come up pick at 21 you think he's gonna i would love to have show? that 
Yeah, I think he'll go in the first round. Okay. I think it's either Baltimore, Oakland, Indy, you got, or... You got Buck, though. See, I can... <laughs> Philly. I can see Philly taking this. I might be able to get on board with a a late first-round pick for a... Sonny Michelle won at 30, right? <sighs> right. 31, yeah. whatever it was. I think, like, Oakland makes a lot of sense because they have three first-round picks. Like, you, you're not costing your team a ton if you take him with a late first round. But I think yeah. it'll be gone by the time they come up, honestly. But. Something to keep your eye on. Alright, uh, yeah, so NFL Draft is tomorrow, um, April 25th, 8 o'clock. We'll see what happens with that number one pick. In the meantime, uh, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Buffalo Bar Talk. Uh, follow our Twitter um, follow the SoundCloud anywhere. We really appreciate your guys' feedback. Um, reach out to us if you want to hear something. You want to, you have an idea for a show. We're open to anything. But most importantly, right now is following the um, or subscribing to the Apple Podcast uh, link. So that's pinned on our Twitter account. And if you could sub to us there, that'd be fantastic. I'd also like to reiterate again: criticize us. Let us yeah. know what we we think we're doing wrong. Let us know what points that. Maybe didn't have a lot of uh, factuals yeah. or something like that. You know, call <laughs> us out on yeah. stuff. We're gonna try to get better at this. This is yeah. only our fourth recording, yeah. so tweet at me and tell me tight ends are stupid. I'll have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm willing. I'm willing to listen. <laughs> thanks yeah. for any thanks feedback. For listening. Is valuable. We appreciate yeah. it. We appreciate everything. So we'll see you guys next time. Um, NHL is ready. So